so what Larry was just talking about was how annoying it is to monitor Teams, Outlook, Zoom, email, and all that and how how difficult it is now because there's so many different means of communication that who are you talking to? Where are you talking to them? What are you talking to them about? Where are you going to respond to them? And how you, how are you certain that the job's actually going to get done? It's become very challenging. I, and I think that maybe it affects different generations differently maybe it affects um, different people differently but something that I've been thinking about a lot recently is how challenging it's become to monitor all these different sources of information coming at you and I'm only talking about professionally now let's forget about apps and, and news and those types of things but the modern workplace feeds communication to employees in so many different ways now and they're decentralized how is a person supposed to stay on top of those things what are the different techniques that are out there and what solutions if any uh, are out there to centralize all this stuff so you can stay on top of things well there is like so i, I remember when when i was first practicing and, and i've thought about this a little bit because Let's just think about the law for a minute, okay? Let's talk about idea in a minute, mm -hmm. but let's think about the law. So when you're practicing and you're in litigation, you have to send letters to insurance companies, you have to file motions with the court, you have to set matters for hearing, all of which is now done via an electronic means. So it's done instantly. It wasn't like that when we started practicing. Not, not only was it not like that, but I remember my old boss sending faxes and coming in on the weekends because he had to check the mail because yeah. he didn't know if he was going to get something on a Saturday in the mail that would have been important. The mail is virtually non-existent. A fax machine is like a relic of the past. Anybody who has one of those, I mean, do you guys, I'm talking right now behind the camera, do you guys even know what a fax machine is or what it does? I've seen it in a museum. Don't you don't know how it works, right? You would never know how to even use it. It's like my, I talked to my kid the other day. I talked to my six-year-old. And I said, do you know what a, because somebody says something about a newspaper on, on uh, television. I'm like, do you know what a newspaper is, Jax? He goes, well, yeah, I think it's something that, you know, old people used to use, used to read about stuff. And I said, really? That's what you think a newspaper is? He had no clue. Yeah, he'll probably what it was. never read one. Because they don't come anymore. So yeah. again, that's all, you know, old school stuff. But if you think about, you're talking about levels of communication. So when I was a kid, if I wanted to find out if the Mets won a baseball game, I went to bed at like 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. I'd wake up in the morning, and if they were playing on the East Coast and they, and they finished early enough, the score would be in the morning paper. But if they didn't finish early enough or they were playing the Dodgers, I'd either have to wait to watch ESPN at like 1 or 2 o'clock in the afternoon or maybe somebody I knew knew the result of the game but it wasn't an instantaneous thing. Now it's like I wake up in the morning with one half eye open, I can get all the news up to the sec up to the second, all the scores. I wake up to like 25 emails that happened the night before. You know, crazy people in the office who get up at 5:30 may have sent me a Teams message. You know, I have a text message from the night before from a friend and I have like 50 things that I have to like respond to at six o'clock in the morning before I go to the gym. Yeah. I mean, it's like holy it it's like nonstop, you know? And, and I don't I don't think it's sustainable. The way- But the, the cat's out of the bag, dude. No, what are you gonna do? I, I know, but the way things are currently, 
it's just not sustainable. And if anything, I think it's counterproductive. I think that the decentralized nature of all this information that's being shot at us all day long, and again, for now, I'm going to exclude stuff that's outside of the office. All Let's right. just focus on stuff that's in the office, right? Multiple email accounts. Uh, we have, I have three. You have yeah. three also. Yeah, so yeah. multiple email accounts. Crazy. Now you throw, now, you know, since, and COVID has made it, you know, past COVID, I think things have become more acute. And, and I'll explain. I, I think it's primarily Microsoft Teams and these Zoom meetings. So on top of everything, now you have central, you know, you have company-wide um, chat threads or whatever they're called. You know, so you look at Teams, you're not, it's not just one chat. Oh, it's, it's forever, multiple man. chats and multiple Let people. Let me look. Hold on. While you've been sitting here, Steve Cohen from the Mets is about to hold a press conference, according to MLB.com, which I really want to watch. And it's telling me it's on this minute. And now you're thinking about it. And now that's on my else. mind, right? Like, and then Instagram has given me a notification on Idea Financial that somebody wants to talk to us about something going on at Idea. I have two Teams messages that I haven't checked. Since we sat down here, I have 13 emails, five text messages. I mean, and there's there's dude. chatter, there's chatter in Salesforce also. <laughs> so my point is, I think it's gotten to a, it's 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 come to the point where it's very difficult to keep track of these different sources. And I think of a good example. Sometimes visually, I'll remember a certain message that I read, a piece of information. Someone, I remember person X sending me a message that I had to do Y. And I don't even know where to find it anymore. I'm like, <laughs> was that a Teams message? Was that a personal text message on my phone? Which one of my email accounts do I search for? I can't even find things anymore. I can, but it takes me a while. Yeah. I think I'm not just here to, I'm not just, I just don't want to complain about it. All right. It is what it is. You got to live with it. You got to keep up. But I'm thinking more than that, I think it can, it can, it, it could decrease productivity. A lot of these things, a lot of these um, technologies are supposed to enhance productivity, right? And I don't know how you define productivity. I'm not an economist. I'm not saying in, in the technical sense. But on a day-to-day -day basis, for a person or for an organization um, company-wide, I think that having this sort of disorganization decreases productivity. I think that people having to spend a lot of their time just keeping track of of communications can detract from their focus on on a project or or or, or solving a problem or, or well, focusing on the core of the business. Dude, that can, I can't tell you how many times I've woken up in the morning and I say to myself, these are the things that I am going to accomplish today. And I have a set amount of items that I want to do. And at the end of the day, I think back, and it's likely that I have accomplished none of them. And the reason I've accomplished none of them is I get derailed by all of these other items that are being thrown at me. And the world has become so accustomed, and I'm really, really guilty of it, because I respond quickly to everybody's messages. So the expectation is that because I respond quickly, that I'm going to respond quickly. So if I don't respond quickly, then something would be wrong. Because of that, it's impossible to complete a task That's because a things are always coming at you that will interrupt you. And I can tell you, last summer, I went on vacation with my family to Hawaii for two weeks. And I wanted to just spend time with my kids. I didn't want to be interrupted by work. And so for the first time in a decade, 
I shut off Teams from my phone. I shut off Outlook from my phone. I had my iPad with me, so at night or in the morning, I could at least make sure that like the place wasn't going to blow up. But during the day, it was physically impossible for me to be interrupted. And I can tell you, like from a mental health perspective, I felt like so much better after those two weeks. It was like the greatest recharge in the world because you need time away from all the nonsense that's constantly distracting you. And the, even looking at the phone at night sometimes for me is a source of immense stress. Of I don't course. even want to see it because I know there's on there that is going to make me feel like I have to respond and do something Every, now. Everybody's facing it, but I, I, I refuse to just acquiesce. I refuse to just accept the status quo and say, well, that's where the world is, has, has gone and you either keep up or not. I, I don't, I, I won't accept that. I don't think this is the, a good solution and I don't think we're traveling in the right direction. Just, uh, I'm just saying now as business owners, as running a company, you look around, I think this has become problematic and it's become even more, it's become acute after, after COVID. I think when we're all at home, and we relied upon these different technologies to communicate and function, it was incredible. But I think now coming back and trying to combine the two has, has created a lot of short circuits in the way an organization should be functioning. And to keep people at their highest level of productivity, meaning the creative people be creative, the people who are solving problems let them solve problems, you know, trying to figure out different ways to grow. There needs to be room and space for that. And I think this constant bombardment has invaded that space. And it's, you know, I'm not a technologist, nor am I, you know, uh, just um, rejecting technology. But I don't just embrace every technology and say, oh, this is an amazing thing. This is by default will make me more productive and give me more flexibility. I think that there's a lot of um, there can be. You know, we were talking earlier, you like to talk about cynical things or maybe even, you know, um, quasi-conspiratorial sort of things. The people who are coming up with these technologies, they're not, they're not necessarily pure spirits. They're, <laughs> they're not souls. doing it for the good of the, of the society, not, no. They're not. They want, they want they, they're, they're, everyone's fighting for that same bandwidth and, and not to help you always or, or to make you better, to make your company better, but they're trying to earn money. So what if... What do you think would happen if today mm -hmm. we decided that from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. we will not respond to any emails or text messages, or let's say 9 to 3, and we spend 3 to 4 p.m. just responding to whatever happened from 9 to 3, and we spent 9 to 3 actually doing productive work, and we rejected any attempt to communicate with us electronically? Do you think the business would be negatively impacted? No. I don't. So I you want to do it? Should yeah, we do, should I we think do we it? should. Let's. <laughs> so let's come up with it. Let's let's figure. Let's refine that schedule. But let's come up with a way. We're never going to do it. I, I no. I want to. I think we should. Do I you think, think this company would still run okay? If, because here's the thing: if we did it, then we should expect that other people should be able to do it as well. It shouldn't be just for us. But it doesn't need to be black or white. So it does. I, though. Well, well, hold on. I think that there. I think that a good experiment would be to block off either certain days or certain time of the certain times of the day where this is like we're focused you know it's similar to when we let me use another example when we were practicing law and you've got to go into your office and draft a brief or a complaint or respond to a summary judgment motion you've got to go in there and close the door and be like listen 
I'm going to be gone for the next two hours in my office because I am heavy-duty drafting. I cannot be interrupted. I don't think that there's any way to be focused on on drafting a you know a 20-page summary judgment motion when you're taking phone calls in the middle and responding to teams' messages. It's impossible. It's impossible. You know so th- why should we treat this, what we do every day here, that dramatically differently? It, of course, it's different, but but it's it's the same sort of situation where. If, if you're doing a million different things at the same time and you're never given that space to focus on something, you're going to get a subpar result. Or if you want to get the same result, it might take you, ironically, 10 times as long. And that's the, that is the problem. I, there may be something to just getting rid of electronic communication for a certain period of the day. Or limiting it to certain channels. Or not listen, having it on your phone. If, if you want to communicate with me, email me. No, I, I don't check. want. I don't want my well, email, dude. What you prefer, Teams? <laughs> I don't want any of it. Well, okay, just come talk to me. Well, that's even better. You know? I remember you, I used to bust your chops back in the day when we'd have these intercoms, and it, I always told you it was a pet peeve of mine. And maybe this shows my true colors, but I remember you know growing up in a big law firm, conservative, old school, you know, run and owned by baby boomers, and these guys would be sitting in a long hallway in their big wood offices with the doors closed. And instead of getting off their rear ends and walking down the hall to go talk to one another, they'd always be buzzing each other on the intercom. And I remember thinking it was the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> be like, why is this guy who's 10 feet away from the other guy, why are they talking to one another on the phone? Well, how is that any different than if I'm sitting in my office and I do a Teams call and Santi's there and Joe's there and you're here? It's even more absurd. I know, it is absurd. It's totally absurd. And so maybe we're getting to something. Maybe there is, we talked about opportunity in our last podcast, maybe there is an opportunity to limit communication electronically that will make this company more productive. I firmly believe that if we take control over these electronic communications and all these new apps, and if we take control of it rather than allow it to control us, we will have an advantage and we will achieve better results. But do you think that, see, I always get nervous because I like to stay ahead of things that, if I'm not responding quickly, then somehow I'm going to miss out. And what I mean, let me give you an example. I handle a lot of collections for the company. So in the morning, there's a report that comes in that shows all of the small business owners that have failed to make payments. And along with another member of the company, I start making phone calls and send text messages and emails with the, an eye towards collecting as much of that money as we possibly can. If I don't do that, and respond to that in the morning, my worry is that we won't get paid. And that's a fair concern. I don't know if that concern is is true or false because I haven't given it a chance to really go in the other direction, but it's a worry of mine. And so, and it's likewise a concern that if I don't respond to somebody's email and I start piling up 100 emails that by the time I finally check them, I'm not gonna have the patience or the time to respond to all of them. But I am willing to experiment. And I think that a good experiment would be to dedicate one hour a day to respond to emails and have an away message on the email that says, don't expect to hear a response from me until a certain time of the day. And then you set the expectation for people that if they don't hear from you, at least they know that they're not gonna, you're not going to be getting So that is a that. response in and of itself. But it's an auto-response. Right. It's not really me. It's real about me. I think that there's some way to handle this and it's worth us really speaking about and thinking about. 
I think that some of it has to do with prioritization and, you know, telling, telling those around you, like, listen, here's my schedule. If something absolutely requires immediate attention, I mean, there is such a thing as, as an emergency, and we yeah. pretty much have emergencies every day around here. Well, they're that's, kind of. <laughs> that's justifiable. Like, all right, interrupt me, send me a Teams message. Like, this is my dedicated Teams channel for things that require a, an urgent response. Use it sparingly. Don't be the, the boy who cried, cried wolf, but this is for urgent messages, right? Other than that, there's certain parts of the day where don't don't expect a response and and you have to be true to that um that commitment as well say there's a certain amount of time during the day where i'm going to pull myself off the screens i'm going to meet with people face to face i'm going to go through my to-do lists and 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 come up with things have have creative meetings with other people where screens are involved i mean as parents we know that it's important to pull our children off of their screens for certain uh, for you know a certain amount of time per day for me it's very important i take you know i tell my boys all right put the screens away not go in the backyard and dig holes i don't care but you're not staring into that light box anymore because it's not good for you and it's taking away from other things why are we different no it's the most hypocritical thing in the world i tell my my kids all the time to stop looking at their phones or their iPads, and I'm probably looking at mine at the same time as I'm telling them not you're to. You're at video conferences while you're driving, man. Yeah, well, come on. Don't don't be putting that on, <laughs> out there on video. But all of us are now. I know. What do you guys, I mean, I don't know if anybody can hear you on the microphone, but again, my people behind the camera, you think this company would fall apart if, uh, if we stopped responding to emails for like four or five hours a day? Mm-hmm. Speak loudly because the microphone's not on you. You know. Probably not. I think we should, we think like a day out of the week. Nah, we need more than day. no. That's the thing is we don't want a day out of the week. We want oh, every want. day. <laughs> we want to be able to be productive. You know, like I can it's, tell you, like it, we it, have, it's, it's about productivity. Let's, have, let's not even talk about the mental health. That that's like that's no. A whole I understand other... what you're saying. You're talking about actually getting. Like I said earlier, I have a list of things I want to do, and I accomplish none of them because I'm constantly being interrupted with bull on electronic so stuff. So what what is productivity? Is it not bad? Is it I bad mean, that I said? Bull- Okay. Like, what is productivity? <laughs> I mean, you know, like, again, I'm old, you know, like, since we've been working together, I'm a to-do list guy. So I wake up, I actually write out to-do lists, and that keeps me focused during the day. Like, here's what I need to do in, like, in the morning. I'll be like, here's my to-do list, and I cross things out during the day as I go. And that's, it's, it's a simple tool, but I've been doing that, you know, for, for many years yeah. now. So part of being productive is to actually achieve the goals you set out for yourself in the beginning of the day, or as you add to it, actually get, being able to cross things off of your to-do list. Um, that's one element of it, actually doing it. Yeah. The other is, how long does it take you to actually do it? So I guess there's an efficiency component in there, right? If, if, if I wanna do something today, but I'm, I don't get to it till the end of the week, well, I'm not probably not being so productive, and maybe it's because I'm not being efficient. And I guess the last thing is, of, in productivity, is the quality of, of your work, the quality of the end product. And perhaps if you're too distracted and not focused, then the quality of your output can be um, reduced. I'm just speaking generally. No, I, everything you're saying is true. And I think we've touched on something that is a major problem in business. And I think your point that it was supposed to add to productivity, but it actually has severely detracted from it, is the irony of the device, the irony of Teams, mm-hmm. the irony of Zoom, all of that stuff. And 
at some point, and maybe you know we can pioneer this, somebody's got to say enough is enough. And just test it. You know, This company will not fall apart if suddenly we say, hey, guys, you're not going to hear from us for six hours unless we're meeting face-to-face. And if we recognize that there is a major problem that's caused by that, you know, all the tech nerds out there say, oh, you got to test, test, test everything. I, I hate the idea of testing. It sounds so stupid. Let's just do it. But this really is like a test. You know, let's just say we're not going to allow interruptions from electronic devices or communication to derail our productivity that is much better done by actually getting on the ground and doing the work. That sounds to me like a great plan. Think, think about Will a you couple, join us? <laughs> think about a couple things, like a few things that we've done. That's not so uncommon, and 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 shame on us. We haven't done it recently, but there's you know throughout the years, you and I some days will say, you know what, let's go meet offsite. Let's yeah. spend let's spend the day outside of the office just to focus on things. Yeah, and it has a great impact. And and some you know uh, periodically we travel with our executive team. We'll go on a retreat offsite just to talk and spend time with one another in person always amazing things come out of both of those things yeah and, and i think taking that concept and applying it to our day-to-day or those you know people listening to us right now think about it and try to instead of just being controlled by everything that's being thrown at you take get the control back and i feel sometimes that not just me not just us but just everybody who's, you know, forget about their personal lives, but just anyone who's working has lost a lot of control. There's too many things have changed far too quickly, and I don't think anybody uh, has any um, good solutions for regaining that control over your schedule and, and ultimately increasing your productivity. And I don't mean it like in a, you know, like... We're all workers in an assembly line. You have to make X amount of widgets per hour. There's a lot that goes into productivity. And, and I think that it's something that, that you can not think about enough or, or, or even acknowledge. Well, don't try to email us anymore from <laughs> 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. because we're not going to answer. Um, but if you're interested in looking at your device, we highly encourage you to look at it by watching Trials and Tribulations. Yeah, our next, uh, our next episode, <laughs> we're going to do it on FM radio. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thank you for joining us. This episode was sponsored by Levelesque.